welcome to another episode of the Born to Fly podcast. Today I'll be talking to Janine Hammond. She is a native of New Orleans, Louisiana. And Janine has always had a natural talent for singing and acting, even at a very young age. Her unparalleled creativity and love for music has led to a passion for serving others. For over 30 years, Janine has worked with notable artists, ministries, and globally recognized organizations. As a visionary, Janine is a sought leader, well-respected mentor, and communicator. She's happily married for over 30 years and mother to two daughters. Today we're going to talk about how we can get comfortable using our voice. So if you're interested in that, tune in and enjoy. Welcome Janine on the Born to Fly podcast. We're going to have a very interesting talk today about using your voice. But before we get there, let's get to know you a little bit better. So who are you? Can you share a little bit of your story? (laughs) Well, Jane, I just want to thank you for allowing me to be here and um, inviting me to be here with you on the Born to Fly. I just love the name. And um, so I am Janine Hammond. I am a storyteller and uh, playwright. And I love to inspire, um, heal and transform through the power and the art of storytelling. And so uh, I have a family of uh, two daughters, uh, a honey bunny of 34 years and a grandson. And um, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. That's where we reside now. I'm originally from New Orleans, Louisiana. And so uh, here I am. (laughs) Exciting. Yeah. And I just love chatting to you because if I, you know, talking to you, we always find something to talk about. And we were actually talking about family. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And how beautiful it is. But um, you're Mm -hmm. so you're a very creative person. You're a storyteller. Um, I think a lot of people who feel God created them as a creative person are looking for ways to express that and either make an income out of that. So what's your story behind that? Because you told me that you were also in the corporate world. So what's your yeah. story from like, you know, getting from that to um, yeah, the storyteller that you are today? Yeah, wonderful. Well, it's definitely quite a journey. And so, yes, I was in corporate, uh, in the corporate world, and I had been there a couple of years. I was really excited about that. And then my husband and I started started to um, started our family, and uh, I just had a desire to not work, <laughs> and it just didn't make sense. Numbers didn't add up because I was uh, commuting. I lived, we lived in California as well, and it was just it just didn't add up. And so that is when I made the transition. And had no idea what I would be doing. Um, I've always been a creative. I've always loved to just randomly sing. I am the one that's going to break out in song and create with the Lord that way. And so um, I uh, was used to the theater. And so, um, of course, getting plugged in California, I'm like, yeah, this is it. I'm going to live in California. This is where it's going to happen. And so I ended up doing a couple of productions there uh, that were you know, really good productions of getting connected to that community. But I always left the productions feeling like there was something more that I wanted to do. I wasn't your traditional person that was going from play to play to play to play to play to play. I really wanted to have a different kind of expression on stage um, through those characters. And so in a strange way, I, I enjoyed it, but I felt a little empty because Uh, I just didn't feel like the stories really connected to me or connected to my story or integrated my faith. I wanted really my faith on display. I wanted to 
display uh, the transforming, you know, power of God on stage mm-hmm. through the arts. And so that led me on a journey. Um, I always say when I was younger, all I wrote was in my diary. Do you remember the diary days? Yeah, for sure. I had a, <laughs> I had a diary. Couple of old diary. Yeah. <laughs> The diaries, you know, and trying to write. I wasn't necessarily a writer every day, but I do know that God used that time to help me process and just to just to get things out. And some of those writings were really dark. Uh, some of them were dark. Some of them were just questions. Um, little did I know that that would allow me to embark on a journey of playwriting. I ended up getting connected to a church. And, and then that was an opportunity for me to get involved uh, not only with music, but then an opportunity to do a little skit, you know, and so that just kind of that kind of started it for me. So in doing that, it was really great for me to see how playwriting and then the Bible, the word of God to, could go together. You know, when we think about the Bible, when we think about what it is that we're reading. When we say scripture, the Bible is the script, you know, and so it's a beautiful thing because it's like, God's like, it's already written. It's kind of like if you meet a playwright and, and an actor stands up there and they are, you know, improving, um, that script writer, that playwright probably wants them to stick to the script, yeah. <laughs> yeah, stick to the script. And so God is the, is the same way of saying, you know, stick to the script. I've given you the word. Um, how is it that you're going to learn that word, learn your part, learn the role that I've called you to, and then find your voice through that. So that's how I found my voice really through the word of God. And um, just this journey of not knowing where God was going to take it. So yeah, <laughs> that's exciting. But that's also you have to be strong. You know, if you don't know where you're exactly going, <laughs> that might be, um, you know, stressful at times, I oh, guess. Yeah. absolutely because I mean come on we live in a culture and I've been thinking about this you know there's a cultural identity and there's a kingdom identity and so many of us live in cultural Mm -hmm. identity they're they're you know this is the this is the map or the blueprint that the world has presented okay so we know as creatives and you're a beautiful storyteller as well right so we know as creatives okay if it's Hollywood or Broadway (laughs) you know those are the pinnacles of your career And if you're not in one of those, then what are you? You're cattle, you're, you know, you're trying to yeah. find, you know. And so it 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 is definitely, like you said, stressful, but it really is, it can really weigh on you if you don't understand your kingdom identity or that God has a purpose for your creativity, you know? And so when we think about creativity, we don't necessarily in this time connect God to that creativity. And so I believe that that's changing those who are making a decision to step out and put their faith on the forefront. I'm in a project right now, which is really interesting. And I always say, Lord, anytime you have me go somewhere, you're coming with me. Jesus is coming with me. So it's just what's funny about it and what's what's precious about it. And, and what I see God doing is everyone else's story is okay on stage, except the ones of faith. And that's really kind of been my journey. Because as soon as you start mentioning Jesus or you start mentioning faith stories, everyone's like, whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute. Every other person who's telling their story, whether they're in a one woman or one man show and talking about their process, the audience is exposed to everything. Mm -hmm. So why is this different? So it's just really interesting that right now God is like, okay, who's going to be bold enough and brave enough to use their voice for me to speak Mm -hmm. of me? And I think that if people 
did that, we would probably see a lot more people in the industry that really are faith people. But mm -hmm. culture has said, no, 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 we just want your gift. We don't want your story. We want your gift. Yeah. And so I just know that God is bringing those two together. Okay. So in the productions that you do and the plays that you write, there's always something of faith there. There's always Usually. God is being mentioned or. Yeah. Or, you know, I, 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 I speak in metaphors a lot, but God is, is definitely has a presence in those plays. And so I remember doing one when I was uh, taking some courses in college, I did a play called miracles. It was interesting. I didn't necessarily quote scriptures, so to speak, mm -hmm. But the audience was very impacted by the work because it's really about the principles and the values. And if we want to be inspired or motivated, God is the ultimate mm -hmm. <laughs> inspirer and motivator. And so, yes, most of the shows that I do is really taking the word of God and interpreting interpreting them in a way or presenting them in a way um, that's a little unexpected. So it might have a sci-fi feel or it might have a, <laughs> right. But it's, it's um, people don't expect the word of God to come out the way that it does. So, yeah. That's interesting. Okay. So the people who are going to watch you apart from people who, you know, if it's going to be in church, they don't necessarily know, you know, who nope. you are and your story. And you said a very interesting thing because you said people want, the gift and they don't want your story or they don't want your faith but actually it's you know you can't really separate it's one and the same for us yeah 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 okay. we i think that as believers and you tell me this i think as believers we've been conditioned to separate to segment it out right because like well you know that might be appropriate here and you know we want to be fair and we've been conditioned to thinking that we are bullying people who are forcing some you know mm -hmm. but it's my story it's my story if my if if my hair is blonde or if my hair is curly it's my story yeah and if you're offended by my curly hair then I can't help that it's my story yeah it's like my skin it's my DNA and so I really believe again that in this time that people will have to find the confidence in who God has created them to be and really begin to abandon this false idea that if I conform to a culture, I'm going to be accepted. Yeah, and no, which is never the case. <laughs> like there will always be ways or people will always find reasons not to accept you. Exactly. And, and I mean, it's, it's Jesus himself who says, don't conform to the world. Right. So we we have to stand in our identity. <laughs> yeah. And how do we how do we do that? You know, I was on the phone with someone yesterday. I was doing a. Uh, another, you know, meeting oh, yesterday was a very full day, mm -hmm. but how do we begin to do that? You know, we know it. We know what Romans 12 says, you know, be not conformed to the world, but mm -hmm. be transformed by the renewing of your mm -hmm. mind. But how much application and um, implementation is going into that process? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And I think life shows up every day for us to choose. Right. Yeah. And I should be getting stronger. I should be getting stronger. Right. I should, I should be walking in a level of authority and understanding who I am in my kingdom identity versus the other way around. For sure. So so how do we get more comfortable in using that voice or yeah. standing strong in that identity? Where to yeah. start? Yeah. Where do you start? Well, first I would say practically you start with prayer and the word together, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we say that the word of God is a script, let's see. I can do all things mm -hmm. through Christ who strengthens me. 
So maybe I'm a person, and this is who I was. I was a person who did not have value before Jesus. I didn't understand that I had a purpose. I didn't understand that there was any value in my voice because culturally that it just wasn't given to me, right? Mm -hmm. It did, that did not come to me that way. So I was trained and conditioned to be quiet and to be silent other than my creative sparks. No one ever, no one could ever put a lid on that. Mm -hmm. But as far as who I was and what I wanted, I was really conditioned to and programmed to be silent. So it had, so I had to make some intentional choices, but that came through my faith in God and my ability to take a step when God invited me, mm -hmm. you know, and what, what did that mean? Saying something that was a little awkward, whether it was in the relationships I was in and, and I, and God would show me something about an individual and not anything in an accusatory way, but to really be able to speak into that, knowing that I was going to lose, possibly lose that relationship was really the test. And so I got some of those, right. <laughs> I'm sure I got some wrong. <laughs> But I got some of those right where I chose to step up and open my mouth and, and speak into something because it was the right and just thing to do. And so I think that's where people have to start. And I think anytime that you feel hushed and anytime you feel like, oh, I don't want to rock the boat. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to say that because da, 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 da. I think that is an area that each individual needs to examine. Why? It's that, you know, the moment you feel fear of speaking up, that's where there's something happening. That's where there's something happening. And that's where the work is. God, it's God. I don't know why I feel this way. Right. But Lord, mm -hmm. you've given me a voice and you've given me eyes to see. And I'm praying that you would help me to use my mouth for good and for just things. Right. And still so start there. And then. You know, I was thinking about the scripture before we got on, you know, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, you know, and when I think about my journey, you know, people are like, okay, followers and da, da, da. And I said, you know, I really don't have platforms. I said, but I've been building people up to mm -hmm. use their voices. And so, yeah, it just, it just makes me think, you know, my brain is going in so many different directions, <laughs> but it's like, oh, but you know, but you have to start there. You have yeah. to start there. So identifying and building yourself up. It's a little bit at a time, whether it's, whether it's with your child, whether it's with the, you know, it's just all those little areas where you're conditioned to be quiet about it or not say anything because we don't want the ramifications of what we are speaking into. You know, it's, it's like, if you don't want that, you know, I was thinking about this too. It's cool. Jesus, like he had to make a decision to choose things and do things that he knew already some people would not receive. I'm like, what, you know, that <laughs> every day, whether it's with our families or friends or new environments and atmospheres. And God is always stretching us in new atmospheres and putting us in places where we're like, I don't know these people. I don't know how they're going to receive me. Right. That is our natural tendency. We want community. We want connection. But what can I begin to do differently so that I'm now engaging conversations and being intentional about that? Am I gonna am I gonna go and hide in the corner and 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 oh I don't know what people are thinking, or am I going to be intentional about engaging and using my voice? So I think it starts there. That's a very lengthy response. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, okay, well, we started off with like prayer and spend time in the word. And then we got yes. to this point of like, okay, you're in an awkward moment position and you feel kind of fear of speaking up. You got to yes. examine that. Like, where is it coming from? 
But mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's in the those moments that you're, you know, with people face to face, but it's mm-hmm. also using your voice. We were talking, you were talking about platform, um, platforms, not everybody has platforms, but a lot of people are, are using platforms or building platforms, especially if they're solopreneurs or building businesses, yeah. Yeah. you know, how are you going to express there? And what are you going to say? What are you not going to say? Yes, so very good. Open about your faith. I think people need to decide on on what they want to do there, right? So good. So good. And that is the word. People have to make a decision and you have to begin to abandon the thought of, okay, if I don't say this, then I'm going to gain this. But are you really gaining? Mm-hmm. Because then you're choosing to live in a box of, you know, yeah. <laughs> a box of false security. And we know being crammed in a box is not fun <laughs> ever. <laughs> no, I think we we think it feels safe, but then, you know, avoiding conflicts or confrontations is never, I think, the solution. Um, we can Great. just, we can communicate with people, right? Right. <laughs> That's totally okay. We can, we can have different opinions and, and talk about it, but I feel... You have to be confident and that's what it comes back to, you know, be confident about who you are, your identity, right. your voice yes, and use yes. it. Yeah. And start there. And so one thing that I'm discovering as I'm taking people through this process of writing their story, you know, to perform it at the end of the year, mm-hmm. you know, what's, it's a beautiful thing because what God says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the words of our testimony. So people are not used to sharing their testimony because maybe there's shame attached to their past or, you know, some bad things they want to forget. They don't want to go back. And, you know, but God's like, if you look for me, you will find me in those, in those times. And actually those experiences help to shape some aspect of who you are today for my glory and for your good. So the story, that's the core of who I am. So if I, if I don't accept that and I'm choosing to be silent, then guess what? A part of my voice is silent mm-hmm. in that area. And I have to give voice to, I have to give voice to the child that wasn't heard. Right. But not in the way culture tells me to which just yell and prove myself and blah, 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 blah. But I've got to really minister to that part of myself that didn't receive what God wanted me to have and invite the Lord into that space and begin to heal Mm -hmm. so that now love covers that so that now I can speak truth in love, right? Versus trying to prove myself versus, oh, you're never going to keep me down. No one's ever going to, you know? Yeah, (laughs) it's totally a different starting point. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. It really is. So, yeah. so would you recommend, because you're working with people to write down their story and then perform it, but would you recommend actually for anyone or business owners to write down their story and just see, you know, this is where God worked. This yes. is how he shaped you. This is who he made you to be. And this is what you can use in your business. Yes, absolutely. And um, again, this is so great because I was having that conversation yesterday you know, and this is, this is so beyond just marketing. Right. Mm -hmm. But you know, people who are like yourself, you're a copywriter, right. You're writing things, right. And so much of your story is integrated as a part of that. Well, there are still some people that because they've wrestled or not reconciled parts of their story, Mm -hmm. then parts of their voice is not coming through their materials. And that should not be, (laughs) if you're going to be in business for yourself, 
are doing any kind of business, you need to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Your unique story and identity needs to be a part of that. So uh, helping people really, you know, walk that process out, map that process out so that they can see the good in their story and, um, and go, okay, what is the connection with the work that I do in my story? Because there is always a connection. And I think that's what people are looking for, because we can we can write down our story, but then people might think, how am I going to apply this to business? I'm not going to put this entire story on my website, for example. Correct. But then, so you say you pick out the things, the, yes. for example, the reasons why you started your business and yes. how you specifically, you can help people on certain points because yes. of this. Yes. Is it like that? Yes, absolutely. Because so much of it is, is I like to call them God cues, mm-hmm. right? So much of my story is connected to really what I'm doing in business. If I'm a solopreneur, you know, if I am doing that, which God is changing that, right? Because we all need community now, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're coming out of these silos, right? But, you know, if that's what I'm doing, you know, as an entrepreneur, then there's something within that. There's a God dream in that. And I'm doing this work because it's connected to the kingdom of God in some way. Mm-hmm. And then my story really is the passion or my why. So it's it's giving vision to why I'm doing what I'm doing. You know, I know today we use the word avatar and all of those kinds oh. of things, you know, creating a character, you know, but I'm thinking of it through through that lens, you know, the character. And really, if people take the time to recognize, they will realize their that their business is probably for them some part of their story that yeah. they didn't. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that? <laughs> yeah, I think the same. I think the same. I'm thinking about like what I've been going through lately and thinking about, you know, parts of my story that really shaped me and who I want to speak to. And yeah. I know uh, a lot is grounded in, in like insecurity from I used to be, you know, very insecure. Um, confidence wasn't really my thing. <laughs> and I'm like, this, <laughs> this is something that I can write about, you know, and, and help people with. And I see it in everything that I wrote during the past. For example, mm. Bible plans that I wrote for Born to Fly, a lot of them also tackle you know, lack of confidence. And yeah. I feel that's that's part of my story, right? That's yeah. that's exactly like applying your story to what you do. Yeah. And it will speak to the people who need that. And it's kind of, you know, you were also talking about testimony. It's your testimony yes. that we have to share, that we're invited to share. How else can we yeah. glorify God, you know, if we have right. nothing to share? And that's so great the way that you articulated that because you know, your testimony, you know, you've been able to give that, you've been able to share that process and a lot of what you've written, yet how many people are not doing that because they mm-hmm. think they have to follow this cultural formula. Yeah. You know, here's how I do it. My story has nothing to do with me. This is my business. It's not connected. Because yeah. I'm, no, 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 it's a calling. It's no, a- I know. And, and we always think like, you know, who who wants to hear this or whatever, but there's who wants to hear this girl. Yeah. Look, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Look, I remember the stories with my grandmother. I remember saying, Ma, you need to write your story. So I called my grandmother, Ma. And I remember saying, Ma, your story. She was like, ah, that's the past. No one wants to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Those They were were the silent generation. You know, we had a desire. And they tried to silence us in some way just because that's what they were used to. You know, you keep things to yourself. I mean, gosh, we know it's far, far out these days. Everybody telling everything. Yeah. Like, that's it. Tell everything. Don't tell everything. You know, no, that's but, the other end. But yeah, no. That's the other, oh, my gosh. <laughs> if we have a little bit of a filter. We don't need to know. We don't need to know everything. You no, know, no. something sacred. But um, but yeah, so there's beauty in that. So I really believe that that's where God is calling people. And I feel like if people are stuck, 
that's a breakthrough. I just really feel like spiritually God is shutting some things down <laughs> because people are needing to really become vulnerable with him. And in that vulnerability, they're going to find their voice. And, you know, for those who may not, you know, who may be working for someone else, maybe it's, you know, journaling. Like people use journaling. I, I don't journal every day. I'm not that person. But I do write. And I did recognize that the things that I write and am inspired to write, God uses those things to speak back to me. And guess how they come out, Jane? They come out like a script. Of course. Of <laughs> they course. come out like a I script. Or they come out like a teaching or they come out like a, a, you know, a story, you know, or something. And so I realized that those were things for me of how, how God was speaking to me. Um, and so sometimes it's good to write, write to yourself, but it's also good to have someone to guide you, you know, through that process because um, sure. we can overlook it because we're so familiar to our story. We're so attached to our story. I would love to pray for people who feel a an impression of the Lord to be more bold and to be more vocal. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your presence. Father God, you created us with a specific purpose in mind. No two people have the exact identical purpose. I mean, our purpose really is to bring glory and honor to your name, but there is a distinct way that you're wanting each of us to move in that purpose. And so, Father, our voices are an important part of purpose, an important part of walking out the calling of what you have in mind for each of us. And so, Father, for those who would be listening to this, born to fly, I know that there are people who probably feel as though they have not flown, <laughs> you know, feeling like maybe they are in a season where they're just kind of, they don't have any wings. You know what I'm saying? They feel, you know, there's some brokenness, oh God. But Father, you know the times and the seasons and so I'm just praying into that person that is saying, you know what, I, I, I'm called to do more. I, I, I want to use my voice more and I don't want this fear to grip me. I just pray that you give them faith to take the chance. And it could be in the small areas. Take the chance. It could be speaking up for themselves. It could be saying, no, thank you. It could be, you know, thank you for thinking of me, but I'm, I, I don't, I'm not ready for that right now. Whatever it is in the simple ways, Father Lord, would you begin to give them the courage and the confidence to do that? We thank you for Jesus who makes all of this possible. He is our champion. And because of him, we can do all things through Jesus Christ, who gives us the strength in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for that prayer, Janine. <laughs> I can't imagine people want to look you up, maybe want to reach out to you, maybe want to find out if you have anything, uh, you know, your share, um, where can they go? So my website is uh, JanineHammond.com. And then, of course, I'm on Facebook. If you want to be my friend on Facebook and send me a messenger, say, hey, girl, I heard you on Born <laughs> to Fly. Be my friend. And so uh, we're getting these different little platforms together, right, so that we can be a bit more intentional about what it is that God wants to say in the season. But those are two areas where you can find me. Thank you so much for sharing everything here and, and talking about voice. I really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you for listening to the Born to Fly podcast. If you liked it, please leave a review on Google Podcast or Apple Podcast. And don't forget to share it with your friends. If you'd like to know more about Born to Fly, go to borntofly.faith. 
There you can discover our How to Find Your Calling course and a community for like-minded entrepreneurs. Looking forward to having you back next time.